InfoTrack continues. The topic of race relations remains one of the most contentious topics in American public life. Where do we stand as a nation? Eric Rush is an online columnist and writer and is the author of a book with the provocative title, Negrophilia. Eric, welcome to InfoTrack. Hi, thanks for having me on. You coined what sounds to be a hot-button term, negrophilia. What does that mean? Well, essentially, it is the worldview that has been advanced over the last 40 years that sort of misrepresents black Americans, demonizes whites, and advances the idea that America remains an institutionally racist nation. Race discussions are awfully powerful. In fact, the mere mention of race can just paralyze an honest conversation, can't it? Yeah, it definitely can. What is sad is that despite the strides that have been made since the civil rights movement and the change in people's ideas and worldview for the better during that time, these sensitivities have sort of been promulgated by those who have a political imperative in, I think, keeping people sensitive or overly sensitive to those issues. Now, as a black person, you have been the target of racial epithets, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm actually of mixed race, and I grew up in the late 60s, early 70s, and, you know, there were a lot of things changing at that point in time. And I noticed that while a lot of things were changing in terms of how people got along with one another and how they were, you know, there was an honest attempt, I think, on the part of most Americans to try to coexist. There was also the advent of what I believe is the civil rights activism sort of an industry. And so while it was very gratifying to see people getting along better, and I think at this point in time, race really isn't that big a deal to most people, but I think that people who have been indoctrinated into this hypersensitivity and then, you know, those who have that political vested interest, those are the people that we hear from a great deal. There's been a lot of discussion about the incarceration rate of young black males. Give us your take on that. Well, my take on that has to do with an educational system that is substandard, particularly in, you know, these densely populated urban areas where you have a lot of inner city blacks, in addition to the entitlement system, which was ostensibly sort of restitutional for blacks who had been treated unjustly, but really either was by design or became, you know, you make the call, something by which political power was attained and a large percentage of black Americans became almost wholly dependent on entitlements. And I, in the book, I go into the psychological disadvantages as well as the socioeconomic disadvantages of generations of that sort of lifestyle. Eric, obviously, just the condition of poverty itself is a major disadvantage for the black community. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I think that the causes, as I see them, I think are the main difference between my view and what some of the mainstream activists might say. You know, I think that across the board, we all know that the incarceration rates and the dropout rates and the teen pregnancy rates are too high within the black community. No one disagrees with that, really. Can you talk for a moment about the role of the black family? That's really changed dramatically over a number of decades. Yeah, it has. You know, blacks used to be the most very socially conservative leading up to the civil rights movement. And I think that 
America has become more secularized over the last 40 years, but I think as the black community has, a lot of their moral grounding sort of went away. And I think that this has led to a lot of the malaise that you see in the black community in terms of the things that they used to hold in high regard in terms of values and what really kept them going through, you know, a century and a half pretty much of ill treatment by the government and institutions in the United States. I think that has really been very detrimental to the socioeconomic, cultural, and every other aspect you could pretty much think of in terms of relating to the black community. We're talking on InfoTrack with Eric Rush, an online columnist and writer and the author of a book with the controversial title, Negrophilia. Eric, where would you like to see the discussion about race in America move, and what kinds of serious improvements do you think are possible over the next decade or so? Well, you know, there are a lot of folks who talk about wanting to have a discussion I wonder how sincere that is on the part of some of them, because when you start having a discussion that people are are really reluctant to have because of all of the sensitivity around it, we can't just continually defer to white racism. That was a concern at one point in time, but it really isn't a concern anymore. Neither is institutional racism. So it's got to be kept on a rational rather than an emotional level. And I think that doing that, as well as the American people of all races starting to recognize those in the political realm who have a political and sometimes an economic imperative in keeping things in a sort of state of unrest, I think that that will go a long way toward cleaning our side of the street in terms of race relations go. Because I think in the main, things have really come a long way in terms of relations and opportunities for not just blacks, but other ethnic minorities. You know, you've mentioned a number of times the political ramifications of race. Do you think we're going to reach a point, or can we reach a point, where we can get beyond the politics of all this? I certainly hope so. It's really about as amoral as one can get in terms of using such a sensitive political issue and something that is really part of our history and part of our worldview. And a lot of people still have, you know, shame and guilt and anger over that. But playing upon those things, I think, is really morally questionable. When people start looking at it from a human point of view rather than a political point of view, which is, I think, what you were alluding to, I think that we can move past the politics of it. But we're going to have to start not listening to the politicians. To depoliticize that, we've got to get the politicians out of the mix. Regardless of what party you're talking about, it's, it's sort of been in their best interest to keep it politicized. You mentioned taking the politics out. Can you offer any concrete examples of things that the average person can do to try to get past this, move the dialogue along, that kind of thing? You know, looking for people, candidates, and so forth, in every level of government who do not capitalize on these sorts of things, with people for whom race is really not an issue, not people who will ignore the issue, but people who have a more moral, not uh, politically or economically vested interest in that sort of thing. The Americans have been talking for the last few years about bringing more real people into government instead of these sort of hardcore career politicians who are really out for themselves. I think if people become more judicious about who they get into office, those are the sorts of things that I think will take care of themselves. 
Eric, just to kind of wrap this up, if you were going to pick one thing that could make a significant improvement for the black population, for black families in America today, family, churches, government, what would you say could make a significant difference? I would say that if people took it into their minds on a day-to-day basis that the person they're interacting with is not the enemy, that would be one of the most constructive things that they could do. The person across the counter or at the gas station or whatever of a different race isn't the enemy. What we need to be cautious of is the system, if you will. I don't want to wax to 1960s, but the sort of worldview that those who want to sort of use us, I mean, that's the sort of worldview they want us to have, and it isn't the sort of worldview that we're even comfortable with. So I think realizing that that person in front of you isn't the enemy, that it's more a set of values. Eric Rush, author of the book Negrophilia. Do you have a website where people can find out more information? I certainly do. You can find me at ericrush.com. That's E-R-I-K-R-U-S-H dot com. Thank you very much for spending some time with us on InfoTrack. Thank you very much. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.